Hi, everybody. I'm Jen Johnson, and this is Thought by Thought Healing, where I talk about everything related to chronic pain and chronic symptoms, because neuroscience is really showing that it is the brain that sustains the pain. And so if we can target the brain, then we can calm down the whole nervous system, regulate it, and that pain alarm will turn off. But in order to do that, we we have to look at different areas of our lives and what's happening there and what might be keeping our brain body in that danger mode. And one of those areas can be boundaries. And the interesting thing about boundaries is that they are, boundaries go with us everywhere and so does our symptoms. And so this can be a really um, helpful way of looking at what's happening in your life and in your brain and the things that it's carrying. Um, I've been thinking about this topic since I started this podcast, and for some reason, I feel like God laid it on my heart that this is the week for it. And so I hope, well, I actually trust that there is somebody out there that needs to hear this today. I realize that this is going to release on Christmas Eve, and so I don't know what the meaning is behind that, but for whoever it is out there that needs to hear this, Merry Christmas. Okay, so first, let's just ask the question, what is or what are boundaries? And I started with this whole subject. I started with just just asking myself a few questions like what are boundaries? Um, Why are they important? How do they align with scripture? Um, I come at this from a Christian perspective, which I didn't mention in the beginning. And so how does that align with God and my relationship with him? Um, what is it not and how do I go about establishing boundaries? For me, this was an important part of my healing journey. I had certain areas in my life that did not have healthy boundaries. So I, I and before we dive in, I want to also um, talk about the fact that there is two types, if you will, of boundaries. There are inner boundaries and then there are external boundaries. And I'm not going to talk about inner boundaries today, um, but inner boundaries are your relationship with yourself, Um, things like doubting and and second-guessing yourself and uh, the way you talk and treat treat yourself is part of the the inner um, boundaries. But today I'm going to focus just on external boundaries, and these can have overlap, so it it will be important for you to look at those inner boundaries. Inner boundaries for me were the biggest issue. Um, but again, today I'm going to focus on this external one. So what are boundaries? And a simple definition, um, is it is a line that marks the limits of an area. And in this case, we're talking about the, um, the boundary where I end and you begin, where I end and social media begins, where I end and work starts. So it's the boundary of, of, Um, What makes you different than me and how do we interact in this world where you have your identity, who you are, and I have me? Um, And so we're actually not really, when we use the word boundaries, we're not really talking about the the area of which that boundary is is around. Um, That's pretty solid. I have thoughts and emotions and beliefs and um, ways of operating and and those things I, w- I will always have those those concepts of thoughts and emotions and money and time and all those things but it's really about how much influence or effect or control that you have on me or that the next person has on me 
So we're actually talking about, to me, we're actually talking about the texture of of that where I end and you begin. Is it rigid and you have no place in my life? It's more like a wall and you don't influence me at all. Um, Or is it very, very extremely porous and you influence and affect and change and I allow you, and I'm using the word allow, allow you to manipulate, change, force, misuse, uh, change how I view and see myself um, which, where is it in there? And and there is a um, a varying um, degree of rigidity or porousness that is appropriate for different relationships. So somebody with healthy boundaries is going to know who in their life um, gets a porous boundary and who there's a rigid boundary. Boundaries are, are, are not, that texture is not meant to isolate us. And so we can, people in chronic pain go either, either direction on this, we can have created such rigid boundaries that we do not let people in because we learned somebody or somebody important or several people were not safe. And so we have now established these walls where people are not um, allowed in or to affect or change us. And that isolation science and research has shown actually contributes to pain. The isolation is not safe. It is not good for us. We need to have people in our lives that um, that get a porous uh, texture of a boundary with us. But if it's too porous and somebody who is does not have our best interest in mind, has a lot of effect or influence, they will manipulate change, force us to, um, to adjust to things that will help them, that will um, be of benefit to them. It's a selfish response. And so we're looking at, with these external boundaries, we're looking at the, the texture. How dense are, are your boundaries and with what? people. So a healthy person is going to have different boundaries for different people in their lives. And um, and also, um, once we get to, well, I want to talk about what it is not. So uh, a, a healthy boundary is not a way of controlling other people around you. It's not a way of keeping people out. Um, it's not about perfectionism and forcing somebody to always be perfect and never show grace. It's not about um, removing grace from relationships. Those things it, it, it is it is not about and that can be misconstrued and so I want to be clear about that. Once you have established boundaries, it is absolutely appropriate to have flexibility and grace in that um, in that relationship, in, in that space, in, in that um, border, if you will. Um, so, so yeah, so we're looking at what type, what type of boundary do you have around yourself? So if you do a simple, um, Google search of what type of boundaries are there, they generally will come up with seven. I'm going to read them because I think it's helpful. You should, and actually you do have boundaries around these things. It's just what, where on the line of, um, of rigidity or density are you? So we have boundaries around our physical, like our body, physical, sexual, intellectual, and emotional, which they put in one category, financial, spiritual, and non-negotiables, and time. Sorry, I forgot time. So those things can be looked at um, individually or as a group, um, but 
But the thing that is important to note around this is that the level of um, porousness that we have around these subjects um, really can have a, a huge effect on how safe you feel, how safe you are. And so, and those are different, right? Like we know this with, with chronic pain, you can have perceived danger. And so we need to be careful about that with, with those in chronic pain. Some of us had really bad boundaries externally um, between you and the next person. And some of us have really like rigid boundaries that have kept us in isolation. And um, some of us have um, felt like people are infringing on our boundaries. And so we try to control people around us because we've lost control of our own bodies. So we want to control something, anybody, to get to make us feel safe. And so we do have to look at that and ask, um, is this person actually ill? Is their intent ill or not? Or am I being hypervigilant and overreactive? brain nervous system so do do make that check um, but don't throw the baby out with the bathwater in this scenario do continue to look at these individual areas and see if um, if there is a boundary that needs adjusting for you so um okay so those are the seven things i wanted to talk about um the, the reason that that i i find this as a christian to be challenging or i hear people bring up that um, they find it to be challenging is because there's a lot of verses that talk about like laying down your life for your brother. Um, do not think more highly of yourself than the next person. Jesus gave up um, his glory to humble himself. And so there's these questions, well, am, am I supposed to? And um, my resounding answer is yes, we still need to have boundaries. Um, if, if, and, and, going on a tangent a little bit here. I wasn't planning on talking about this, but thinking about a country that has, um, if, if they have a boundary, which a border, they, which they do, but if there are no rules and no expectations around how you act or behave within their country, then there's chaos because there's no, um, there's no peace. There's no established um, health and so that's the same with us, is that when there are no boundaries, it becomes chaos in our bodies, in our brains. Now getting back to scripture, um, one of the things that boundaries helps us to do is to prevent us, first of all, from becoming a shell of who we are. And if you're anything like me, when I was in chronic pain, I lost who I was and I just became this bound, the shell, the little like the shape of who I uh, was. And that is not safe. It does not feel safe for the body to have no autonomy. God gave you a mind. He gave you a body. He gave you emotions. Um, he gave you money and he gave you time. And um, we we are to steward those things. And when we let other people control them, uh, it's not stewarding. Um, and there will not be peace. So having boundaries allows for peace in our brains and our bodies. Um, it allows us to not become people pleasers. Those of us with um, lack of boundaries 
um, begin to live our lives for the people around us. So it is it, it, it is not a place of love. It is not a place of sacrificing um, yourself for others, which is done, that is an action of love. What we're talking about in chronic pain is an, an act of almost terror or fear of people pleasing. We need to remain in the, the relationship with this person at all costs, and we will do whatever to to stay there um, because something makes us feel safe about that and in reality it is the opposite so when we establish boundaries um, we we end up gaining in the long run it is a journey but we end up gaining um, our peace back it also limits um, chronic cortisol so another part of what's happening with those of us in chronic pain is we have a imbalance of, of cortisol is constantly flooding our bodies so we have threat physiology as dr hanscom calls it we we are just um swimming in threat physiology because we are constantly at, in a place where um, our brains and bodies emotions time um, finances are not um are not protected they're not safe they're just open for all to manipulate us into what they what they think whether it's whether it's for their benefit or it's their conscience some people will put their consciences on us and so when we can establish boundaries what it does for us what it allows for us is a, a myriad of of many blessings but one is to get in a place of safety and then we can choose to love our neighbor as ourselves. we can choose and this is a difference we can make a choice to be flexible and to be gracious and to be loving and to put aside our needs at times for others. And that is a love response, which is what the Bible calls us to. No greater love is this. And um, that does not say no. It's, it's not a terror response. It's not a fear response. So having those, those boundaries helps us to be able to love. Um, we feel safe emotionally and physically and neuroscience is showing with chronic pain that if you do not feel emotionally safe in a relationship or in your life in general you are going to be in chronic pain um so that can get difficult and um it really requires us to stop and reflect on and what is happening around us um because skinning your knee um is not nearly as detrimental for your health for your even your pain health as to remain in relationships where you are um, taken advantage of and misused or even worse uh, abused um, it allows us to listen to our conscience those of us who don't have boundaries are often only listening to other people and what they think um, what they feel and how we should use our bodies our, our time our finances all the things that i mentioned before and and that really makes god's voice what well, it did for me anyways it made it very murky because everybody else's voice was really loud and i put value on them instead of on god's voice so i believe that it allows us to listen to god and that's something that i really um have noticed a lot in my own journey but in others we as christians we do a really good job of praying and begging god of things but we don't spend a lot of time in quiet listening asking him a question and then listening lord tell me about my boundaries and show me where um maybe i'm living in fear and then listen be quiet before the lord pay attention for a vision or a word um a verse that comes to mind um so 
make time for that in your life to ask God about boundaries and and then listen. Um, it allows you, boundaries also allow you to listen to God and to uh, the will that he has for you instead of the other people, um, their will for your life. Um, it allows you to use your money appropriately. Um, God will call you to use your money in a different way than maybe somebody in your life thinks that you should use your money. And again, just repeating, it keeps you self, it keeps you safe. And, and that is a big part of this story um, that I have of healing and that you are in the middle of. So boundaries. Um, Nicole Sachs posted something today that I, I felt prompted to read. And it says, um, making excuses for how others treat you is a trauma response. And I, and I think that is, that is correct. Um, we are taught um, or we learned that um, at some point in time that boundaries are not good. And I think that is a, a misuse of power. People sometimes teach us that because they want to control and influence and um, use us to better their lives. So um, so that then brings us to, okay, well, what do I do about it then? If I know I don't have boundaries, how do I establish good boundaries? And um, that's difficult. Um, but first I want to talk about just kind of the indicators. We can know that we have, well, there's three things we want to pay attention to in our bodies when they are going into fight or flight. There are three major changes and they can, two of them can exist at the same time um, or just one, but, or three, but your breathing, if your breathing changes, you can know that your brain is either consciously or subconsciously struggling with something that doesn't feel quite right in the relationship. And then you ha may have an emotional change, like all of a sudden you don't really want to be there. You're grumpy, something of that sort, angry, afraid. And, and then um, third, a symptom shows up. So if you have um, either an uptick in your symptom or your symptom shows up, whether you have persistent reoccurring pain or whether you have chronic pain like I did, just pay attention to if that if it gets worse, then in some way you're triggered. And then you can analyze, is this a scenario of boundaries? It's not always boundaries, but something is happening. It may be even your own inner boundaries like I was talking about earlier. But stop, ask, is this about boundaries? Am I around somebody right now? What's what's the underlying thing happening here? And then um, at that point in time is a great time to later pray ask the lord what he shows you about that boundary in that relationship and do a little self-analysis is this an inner boundary issue and that person's not wrong and maybe you've just asked for a boundary change and they're totally fine with it but you're having a, a fear response that's uh, or a uptick in symptoms um that can be an inner boundary issue where you're second guessing and you're afraid of your own voice and your own response and that's not something that's on the other person that's on us. I had that happen a lot. Um, so then we, at that point in time, we need to, when we do realize the symptoms that need to change, we need to communicate them. And this is the piece that needs to be full of grace. If you have a situation in your life that you have you have had you and you do have boundaries it's not a question of whether you have boundaries it is what type of boundaries you have so if you've had a certain set of boundaries in a relationship and that person has been 
operating within them and you're going to change them because you've realized it doesn't work for you, then communicating with grace. Hey, look, I know that this um, has been a way that we've been operating for this amount of time, um, but I'm realizing it's actually not helpful for me. And you can graciously communicate that change with them and then let them mourn it. If it's a relationship that you want and is valuable, um, then if let's say you're asking them to spend less time with them, then they're going to need to mourn that change. And being a loving, compassionate person and letting them have their emotional responses to your requests is really important. Now, if it's somebody who the boundary needs to, it needs to become dense, it needs to become rigid, um, then there's going to be a little bit of a different type of interaction here. Um, and still communicating is great and communicating um, with firm love, like this is no longer happening and I am changing the relationship. That is um, a very important conversation to have also, but um, your approach to it is going to be slightly different and that is good and right. Um, we do see Jesus in areas in the Bible respond um, with that type of uh, firmness, if you will, and saying no. Um, you can help yourself out by like encouraging a friend, just like a, a good friend of yours and saying, hey, look, I'm going to be doing this thing. I'm going to be changing this boundary. I would love if you would be there for me afterwards um, and just tell me this thing. Then this is important because you are probably going to feel some guilt and um, confusion after you establish boundaries, especially if you have lived a life where you have not established boundaries. The brain doesn't like new things. It's going to throw a fit. There's going to be symptoms because you, your brain feels like this is not normal. This is not me. This is dangerous. But that does not mean it is the wrong thing to do. It's the right thing to do, but your brain is just having a fear response. And so just buckling down and realizing that um, it's okay to experience that guilt afterwards or that confusion and to just write it out um, and trust that the trust that even though it doesn't feel good, um, it's, it is the right thing. And this is, I love that like in this case, the symptom is going to show up. And in pain reprocessing therapy, when you're working on your response to your symptoms, um, this is a great opportunity to that symptom shows up and you are kind and you say, yeah, I, I get why you brain are um, throwing a fit. I haven't done this before. Um, and you can be kind to the symptom, to, to your body that's reacting this way um, in a way that's not continuing that, that fear symptom cycle. Um, after you do something like this, maybe plan to do something fun. Um, don't take it too seriously. Let them have their time to respond and react the way they're going to, but it is okay for you to celebrate that you are making a move towards protecting your identity in Christ. That's what you're doing. Our identity is in Christ, and um, and we're setting expectation and boundaries um, that establish the way that we operate in life that we are able to operate in honoring and stewarding who God says we are without having other people's voices so loud that it that it overcomes um, God's voice. And I think a big part of this too is that you have to know and believe that you are worthy of setting those boundaries. You are worthy of respect and love and honor. And so that that 
voice may come up after you establish a boundary that like you shouldn't have done it. Um, and if we go back to scripture, we just, all we have to do is simply look at the cross and know that um, God values and loves us. Um, and so just be prepared in a sense to stand up for yourself, for who God created you to be. Okay, I think that is that is it. If you, if any of you have any questions about this, feel free to reach out um, or leave a comment here on this video. Again, I know it is Christmas Eve and it seems like a strange topic for Christmas Eve, but I am trusting that it is just a blessing to somebody out there and I would love to hear from you if that is your situation. Um, check out my website, um, thoughtbythoughthealing.com and email me at thoughtbythoughthealing at gmail.com. I'm also on Instagram and Facebook under the same name. So Merry Christmas, everybody. Um, I really do care about you. That's why I put all this um, content out there. Um, you do have, God has given you what it takes um, to reverse these symptoms. And I know that he has made you strong in that way. And so uh, I hope that today is a day that you take one more step towards that strength and towards establishing those boundaries and knowing who you are loved and valued and worthy in Christ. Um, again, Merry Christmas. Bye. Talk to you guys later.